You are listening to Joe Radio Live, a positive and motivational podcast. Thank you for listening and do enjoy the following episode. It's time to enter into the presence of God with wonderful worship right here on Joe Radio Live. I would like you to help me just welcome this great worshiper by the name of Jacqueline Carr. Okay. 
safe when you tell them yes. You're blessed when you tell them yes. You want to lift up your voice and tell the Lord Welcome to another episode of Joe Radio Live. I'm your boy, JC Vibes. How are you all doing? All right, it is Hitya Scripture time. And in this episode, our Hitya Scripture is taken from 1 John chapter 1, verse, verses 8 to 9. And it says, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I'll read it again. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that was 1 John chapter 1 verses 8 to 9. That was your Hitya scripture. All right, so we're going to get straight into it. Um, the title of this episode is Happiness is an Experience, Not a Feeling. All right, title again of this episode, Happiness is an Experience, Not a Feeling. Now, many of us would, would know that DMX passed away recently. All right, um, some, you know, like the older generation or so, not too old, but you know, um, would know about DMX. Um, don't know how much of the younger generation would know about him, I ain't too sure, right? Um, but you know, he was a really, really big rapper back in the day and everything. And um, I saw a video from his sister, right? And it was really something else. And and you know, you, you see people and 
you know they have certain characteristics you know they have certain personality traits and you know they may act a certain way and and you really don't know you really don't know some people may not know you know why this person acts the way that they do speaks the way that they do and stuff like that um everybody knew that you know dmx he had this uh, aggressive exterior right um even in his music and everything um but the 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 story that she mentioned right about his his life and 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 you know his childhood um you know it was really really sad it was really really sad and just in a nutshell um he had a rough childhood he had a rough childhood um she said his mom carried him to a um DK or something like that and she told him that you know they were just visiting and she left him there and never came back and um, he was too young you know to stay there and, and all that kind of thing and he went through some 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 really rough times and by the end of the video I realized that he spent his whole life he spent his whole life fighting stuff, dealing with stuff, right? Dealing with stuff that, um, you know, he probably should not have had to, dealt, had to deal with, um, especially as a young child and all that kind of thing, right? And she said, you know, there were people that he could talk to, but in certain things that she mentioned, um, I got the impression that even in the music industry, um, they seem to be some people seem to be part of the problem rather than the solution and it really inspired this program that I'm doing here right now because um, I remember Michael Jackson saying one time in an interview that the only time he felt happy was when he was on stage and he said the minute that he came off stage he was unhappy and it, you know, it got me thinking. It got me really and truly thinking, you know. Hence the reason the title of this episode, Happiness is an Experience and Not a Feeling. In my opinion, an experience can be permanent or is permanent. And a feeling is temporary. For example... You may know that you, you are supposed to do something, but you may not want to do it. You may not feel like doing it today. It may be a routine thing that you do every day, and, you know, you just might not be feeling it, you know, feeling to do that today, even though, you know, um, it's something that you're supposed to do. It is the right thing to do and all these different things. So that's a feeling, and feelings pass. You know, you could have feelings for someone this week and um, in a couple days by next week, you know, you ain't feeling the way you used to feel for the person. Some people like that for years, you know, they, you know, they just lose the feeling, right? With an experience, whether good or bad, and um, hear me out here, 
right? Whether good or bad, an experience stays with you for a lifetime. Even if you, all right, in the case of a bad experience, even if you recover from that experience and you heal from that experience, the effects of that experience will still impact your life either in a positive way or a negative way. Let me give you an example. His sister said she also passed through the foster care system. And so she went through her own set of stuff, her own set of, you know, issues and stuff like that. And she said, as an adult, right, right now, she said she gives her money to children in foster care because she knew what she went through and how hard it was when she was in foster care as a child right and so this is what i'm talking about when i talk about an experience staying with you for a lifetime so that even though she may she would have had a negative experience as a child also it even in as an adult today it has impacted her life right it has it has had an effect and an impact on her life where she gives her money to foster uh, children in foster care um, so that they could have certain things um, that they need certain things that she didn't have um, as a child in foster care back in her, t- her, t- her time Right, and so this is what I'm talking about when I say an experience. I'm sorry, uh, uh, happiness is an experience, not a feeling. And a lot of people, a lot of people, they think they're happy, they feel they're happy. You know what I mean? And even as I'm talking about this now, this was not even, you know, part of the thing, and, and but it came in just in time. There is a a picture that I, 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 I saw called Shortcut to Happiness. Um, I have the DVD and, and I recently watched it just a couple days ago. Because I found it to be really, really interesting. Because um, many times, you know, we, we, we watch movies and stuff. And, and most people who watch movies, they watch it for entertainment. But in every movie, no matter how entertaining it is, whether it's a comedy, whether it's an action, whether it's a horror, whatever your, your genre. You can learn something from it. You can learn something from it. It's not just for entertainment. You can learn something from it. And so in this movie, Shortcut to Happiness, it, it has a couple actors, Anthony um, Hopkinson, Alec Baldwin, Jennifer Love Hewitt, um, and one or two others. Right? And this, this guy was an aspiring writer. And he was, he was a struggling writer. Well, Alec Baldwin acted that character of the struggling writer. And he made a statement. He had a friend who was also a writer. And the friend was, you know, had become successful. And he was still, excuse me, he was still struggling. And he made a statement in his, in his, um, by, by, you know, by the bathroom sink. You know, as he was going through his challenges as a writer. One day, he made, one night, I think it was, he made a statement um, that he would, he would sell his soul just to be in his friend's 
position of success. And that was the mistake that he made. Jennifer Love Hewitt, she was acting as the seat, um, as seat as the devil, right, in human form. And she just appeared, right? She she knocked at his door, you know, this attractive woman, and, and he wondering who is this. And you know, she was talking to him and everything. To sum up everything, he ended up selling his soul. But this is this is how it happened. He got 10 years. She told him, you know, that standard contract. He didn't have to sign anything in blood or anything like that. And that's the next interesting part I'm going to get to in a little while. Right? And he got 10 years of success for selling his soul. Right? And I'm not going to go too deep into certain things because I want to save that because I want to do a, a program on the soul. So I'm not going to go too deep into that. Right? But basically, he got 10 years. Um, of success, right? Um, and he did have success. You know, he had. He not only had. He not only was a successful writer. Um, you know, he was popular with the ladies, and he had fame and awards and all these different things. And nobody knew what he had done, except he, God, and the devil. And when it was past five years going on he realized that with all the success with all the money you know he was he had more than one house etc etc his friends that he had before he became successful he was losing touch with them right he was losing touch with them didn't have time always too busy and that was that was one of the things with the success he was very very busy never had time for his friends the minute he became successful he no longer had time for his friends and all that kind of thing and it's not that he didn't um want to hang out with them but you know he he never made the time because there was always there was always a photo shoot or a meeting or something right and the, day, the days, weeks, and months, and years went by, and it was like that. And one of his friends developed cancer. And days before his friend died, his friend eventually died from cancer. And days before, he had visited him. And he was in the middle of a photo shoot. He made some time frame, a little time frame. And the friend was trying to tell him. And he was a bit aggressive towards the friend. And was asking the friend, you know, if he want money and all that kind of thing. And the friend took offense to that. And just decided not to tell him anything. And he just left. Told him goodbye and he left. And that was the last time he saw him. The next time he heard about his friend, he had died from... I mean, he heard it from another friend that this one had died from cancer. Bottom line is... He became unhappy with all the success, all the money, all the ladies. He became unhappy to the point... Where he told the devil, he don't want it, take it all back. He want his life how it was before. Because he realized he was unhappy. With everything. The money, the success. And Anthony Hopkinson asked him one question that I found really interesting. He said, he said name the one thing. Since you got all the success, name the one thing that made it worthwhile. And Alec Baldwin said, there was not one moment, not one second that made it worthwhile. 
And I found that picture really interesting because it is the life of so many people out here today. They feel they're happy, but they're really not happy. And because they feel they're happy, they, they think that is happiness. So that is why Michael Jackson could have said, you know, when he's on stage, he's happy, but the minute he come off stage, he's unhappy. The thing is, he was never really happy. He felt like he was happy when he was on stage, but he really wasn't happy. And you see, at the end of the day, the only thing that could fill any void in our life is God. The only person, I should say. And God is the only one that could give you true happiness. God is the only one. So, when you see these, when you see these celebrities and, and all these people and stuff with all the money, and, 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 and the sad thing is, it's like a domino effect because a lot of people, I always remember um, Cardi B. I always remember Cardi B talking about the music industry in an in a interview one time. And she said, you know, she had looked up to a particular person. And when she got into the music industry and she got a chance to meet this person, she was surprised and disappointed because the person was nothing like how they portray on TV and, you know, all that kind of thing. They weren't, they weren't pleasant, they weren't nice, nothing like that. Nothing like that. And she said she was really, really disappointed. She had wanted to meet this person all her life. And now she got the chance. She got into the music industry and got the chance to meet this person. And she was sorely disappointed. And the thing is, a lot of these people get into the industry. And by the time they realize what the industry is all about, they have already signed the contract. I always remember a friend of mine some years ago. I wouldn't call his name. He was a member of a, 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 a big group, a popular group. They made it big. They did a cover version of a song and made it big and everything. And at the time, he was not a Christian. Um, you know, when they formed the group and you know they were doing the tours and everything. But somewhere in the middle of you know being in the group and touring and you know and, and in, in the middle of all the success. You know, he accepted Christ and became a Christian. And whenever he would come back home, and we, we used to attend the same church, and peep, some, some people in the church began to talk. And one Sunday, the pastor called him up at his side, and he, he explained the situation to the church. Because people wanted to know, how we could be a Christian and, and you know, you're, you're, you're singing these secular songs and you're doing these videos. And, and when the pastor explained, at that time I was, I was, I was young. I was younger, I should say. And um, I, didn't, I didn't know a lot of stuff. And um, so when, I, when, when the pastor explained the situation, I was really blown away. Because of the contract he had signed, he had to fulfill the contract, else they would have sued him. And he didn't have the money to pay. So it meant that he had to do things that he really didn't want to do until the contract expired. 
because he didn't have the money to pay to get out of the contract or anything like that. And these people in the entertainment world, etc., and even people who are not in the entertainment world, but most of the time, a lot of times, you know, they feel they're happy because of the money and the success, but they're really not happy. And then there are people, just normal individuals like you and I, who may turn to other things, whether it's drugs, gambling, sex, whatever, um, you know, and they also feel that they're happy. <laughs> I have a friend, I haven't seen him in years, don't know where he is, I hope he's alright, and um, I met him, well, actually I think it was the last time that I saw him, he had become successful, a successful contractor, and while we were catching up, you know, we hadn't, we hadn't seen each other for years before that, and we were catching up, you know, how everything going, how business going, etc., etc. And, you know, he had a nice, he had a nice vehicle and everything, and he told me, you know, he was doing, he was doing really well. And he, he said to me in conversation, every year, he would buy a new vehicle. And I couldn't understand that, you know what I mean? Why would you spend all that money every year to buy a new vehicle? And his answer blew me away. His answer, and the reason he told me why he, he bought a new vehicle every year was because he loved the smell of new leather. The leather in the vehicle, when it's brand new. And... I mean, you know, he's my friend and everything, so I ain't make him feel no how. But I was thinking to myself, because um, the average the average cost of a car, at least, at least at that time, would have been probably a hundred and something thousand, you know. Because it's brand new cars, it's not second-hand cars he was buying. He was buying brand new cars out of the show. And um, I thought to myself, so you spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a year just to smell new leather you know and you would you, you would not believe some of the things people do or try to do to achieve real happiness real happiness only to realize they're still not happy they walk around the 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 how much acre property right how much bedroom fives, how much bedrooms and how much baths home. Watch how much cars in the garage. You know, a car for, a car for every different day. And they're still not happy. Right? Because you only get true happiness from God. And when, pe- when people understand that happiness is not a feeling, it's an experience. Because you could feel one way Monday, and by Tuesday you feel in a different way. It, it, it's, like, it's like you feel to eat something today. But by tomorrow, you ain't feeling to eat that. You're feeling for something else. And it mightn't, even have, it mightn't be as long as tomorrow. You might feel to eat something now, and five to ten minutes later, you ain't feeling to eat that again. You're feeling to eat something else. That is how feelings are. Feelings don't last long. Feelings do last long. That's why you have people who, you know, they 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 inf- 
infatuated with each other and in some cases some people they just lost in after each other and so they they have sex right unprotected sex and in the heat of the thing they didn't think about certain things and now they have to deal with pregnancy they have to deal with stds and you know all these different things because of a feeling that they had feelings could make you make bad decisions bad decisions that could cost you that you could spend your your whole life paying back for feelings this is why i tell you happiness real happiness is an experience and not a feeling experiences have a greater impact on your life are more lasting especially if it's a good experience and even if it's a, if it's a bad experience there are people who are able to turn um, a bad experience into a good um, into a good one by the way they respond to it you know what I mean by the way they respond to it by the way they handle the challenges and stuff like that you know there are many many people that had you know, um, bad childhoods and bad pasts and they've turned their lives around and made something out of themselves and, you know, right? And all these things. So don't ever think that um, happiness, if you're searching for happiness, don't, don't think that because, you know, you, you, you meet somebody or you, you're doing whatever you're doing, and you know, for example, like doing drugs, that that high, that's a feeling. Because at, at, you're not gonna stay high all the time, unless you're taking the drug all the time. At some point in time, the drug is going to wear off, and then you're going to come back to reality and realize it was just a feeling. All right. So if you're looking for happiness, and maybe you're looking in all the wrong places going to the wrong people right go to God and on that note I'm gonna, I want to invite you to accept Jesus Christ if you don't um, know him as your Lord and Savior if you don't have a relationship with him as your Lord and Savior he will give you he will give you happiness he will give you peace he will give you love he will give you joy and so much more he will give you everything that you cannot find in an earthly person everything that you cannot find in nothing on the face of the earth but him he will give you that he will give you that happiness that money cannot buy that he will fill that void that nothing and no one else could fill because a lot of people spend their life trying to fill a void trying to fill a void even even parents they may have wanted to be a doctor and so now they have children and now they want the children to be a doctor because they weren't able to become a doctor which is what they wanted for themselves and now they're trying to to uh, you know achieve something through their children you know that kind of way trying to fill a void and that is that is basically it when you're looking for happiness, you're trying to fill a void that only God could fill. So if you want to accept Jesus Christ right now, just say this simple prayer. Lord, I repent of all of my sins. I come to you a sinner. 
I ask you to forgive me. Come into my life. Change me from this day forth. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer and you meant it from your heart, welcome to the body of Christ. Get a King James Version Bible and begin to read and study the Word of God. Study the Word of God. You will see that this life is not as bad as people make it out to be. Once you have Jesus on the inside. Once you have Jesus on the inside, you will recognize. I'm not saying there won't be challenges and all these different things. Yes. But with Jesus on the inside, with him filling that void, with him giving you that happiness, you could find peace, joy, and happiness anywhere that you go. Anywhere that you go. There is a picture, some of you may be familiar, The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith and his son, Jaden. One of the most inspirational movies I've ever seen. Especially the first time I saw it, it brought tears to my eye. Because he was focused and he was driven with all his challenges that he had. And if you've never seen the movie, you could, you could take a look at it. It will, it will really impact your life, positively impact your life. His drive, his focus, despite the challenges, and in the end, he persevered and he accomplished the pursuit of happiness. And if you, when, the, when the movie is finished, because it's based on a true story, Chris Gardner, right? It's based on a true story. When the movie is finished, you'll see the writing on the screen as to what happened after. He went on to have his own firm and then went on to sell that firm, firm sorry, in a multi-million dollar deal. And this is the same guy that was homeless, that was sleeping in public bathrooms and all these different things. The pursuit of happiness. Alright, so thank you for listening. As always, appreciate your support. Remember to Click the podcast website if you want to donate. Um, you'll see different ways you can you can donate directly. You can do it through the, um, our online clothing store. Remember, you can also sign up to our social network. All these things are on our podcast website. Remember to get Reverend um, um, JJ, Reverend Jennifer McGregor's book, um, Women Are Carriers of Greatness. All that is on our website. Right, just click the podcast website button and it will take you there, and you will see a whole list of stuff that you'll just enjoy. All right, thank you for your love, your support, for sharing. Continue to share, right, and continue to be a blessing. Remember, I say at the end of every program, don't just exist but be a blessing, positively impact somebody's life, right? Make somebody smile, you will feel good, they will feel good. All right, remember, happiness is not, um a feeling it's an experience take care people thank you for listening to joe radio we look forward to being with you in our next episode remember to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tune into joe radio live all right remember don't just exist but be a blessing until the next one jc vibes is gone